You're listening to Fear the Nthcast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. With no interjection this go around. Nah, not this. I'm doing it last time. <laughs> I don't want every. I don't want to do it every time. Then people expect it. I Ooh, want to be surprised. I want it to be. You know. <laughs> I want people to long for it, and then when it happens, they're like, "Yes." Uh, you know, but that doesn't apply to everything because I get that shit pulled on me all the time. Well, I can't do that every day or it won't be special no more. <laughs> right. No, no, baby. It's special right. every time. If you got a rusty trombone every day, <laughs> you know, it would just, it would, it wouldn't be fun anymore. Oh, this shit just went off the rails <laughs> immediately. We're not even, we're not even 30 seconds in well, and we've derailed completely. I, I don't think we've derailed. We were just leaning. <laughs> we're leaning. It's always leaning. Yeah, we could has a has a bit of a lilt. Yeah, we could get it back on track. I think up and to the left. Yeah, always slightly, slightly. This is it's a wicked hook there. Yeah, <laughs> what are we doing? This Talk oh, about this preacher. Is, oh, okay. yes. Did you forget what show we we're doing? I have. You haven't been in this room in a while. Yeah, it has been a while. I yes. hook all this shit back up. I'm sorry. I just well, not as sorry as I am. Yeah, that's probably true. I don't know. It doesn't take long at all. Once you've done it a hundred times, it's pretty easy. Oh, that muscle memory. Yeah. Come back. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Preacher. Yes. El Valero. El Valero. It always makes me think of the gas station. It should. Let's go to the El Valero. Which used to be Diamond Shamrock down yeah. in these parts. Yeah. So um, what would that be? Latin? Diamond Shamrock? No, Valero, dumbass. <laughs> <was> like, um, <laughs> English and Irish mixed together? I, mean, I would assume that would be the Valiant. Sure. Yeah? Does that, that sound right? I'm with it. Yeah, let's just say yes. But I think down in these parts, it probably lends itself more to chemical. Yes. It means something other than... Because I know it's a, a Valero is a name that you can give a child, but really? yeah, I've never actually met anyone by the name Valero. Well, I'm sure they're very popular. I mean, I Europe. guess if your mom gets knocked up behind the dumpster at the Valero, Valero yeah. maybe she'd name you Valero <laughs> if the experience was extra special. Well, it's definitely memorable for the rest of her life. But baby, I gave you that six pack. That's right. That's all. I thought that's all you needed. It's not my fault she threw away the napkin I wrote my number down on. That's just <laughs> not my fault. Everybody knows you don't write your own number on there. <laughs> well, I know, but if they throw the napkin away, there's no proof. Mm. I'm thinking it's a Snapchat. Because that, oh, that, that, <laughs> that doesn't go off numbers, right? That goes off a user uh, name, right? Username. So yeah. you don't technically ever have to give anybody your number. You just give them your Snapchat. Yeah, or Tinder. Tinder. Or. You know what's gotten more play than Tinder this past week? Pokemon Go. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon Go. Ah, <sighs> yes, and that's about all we need to talk about on that. Yeah, I think we ought to talk about the show that we actually uh, do this podcast about. I agree. Stephen and I spent uh, way too much time talking about Pokemon Go the other day on Dragon Ballers, and I'm like, oh, dude, it's ten minutes in. We haven't even talked about the show. <laughs> I tell you what, why don't we why don't we just do another impromptu episode of Anthcast after this? We'll talk a little bit more Pokemon Go because okay. you can't you can't talk enough no, about it. No. There's no shelter from the storm. Uh the one thing that uh I think we ought to do before we do anything else is we ought to remind folks that uh that main show of ours we're we're going to start going monthly here shortly. Sh- soon. Very soon. Next month, in fact. Yes. That'd be August. August. Is that how we're going to say yes now? 
Sometimes with a with a lisp. Sometimes what is that? What is? That? What is I don't know. Sometimes you, I say yes that I, way. Did you did you have a stroke? Not recently. I mean, should I not be making fun of you? <laughs> I know it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> I was just practicing bad mic etiquette. Okay. Yeah. We'll stop. Okay. Because <laughs> that's annoying. Oh, is it annoying? I think everybody else loves it. <laughs> I. Mm. <laughs> We've gotten a great response so far as far yes. as feedback and understanding why we're doing what we're doing. And nothing nothing on this show changes. We're going to do Fear the Nth Cast every week until we die. pass out. Uh, I think we do actually have one week coming up here in August where we'll take one week off. Okay. Uh, That's uh, fine. Before we jump into uh, Fear, Fear the, the Walking, Walking Dead, Dead, which... I'm getting more excited. And it's weird because while you're in it, you get a little discouraged and you listen to everybody else and you hear people talking about how, I don't know, it's just not as good as the the main show, this, that, whatever. And I got to tell you, I'm stoked for it to come back. So, But we were before the season started as well. That's true. You see the previews and you're like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And they come to find out those previews are the only thing. That it's like that in the show, and you're like, ah, what a bait and switch. I, I love the image of the Day of the Dead painted skull yes. with the hands around it. I don't know. Just something about them being in Mexico, being in an international uh, setting is enough for me. Yeah. And I'm, I think we've talked about that. It's different. Times. It'll be different. Getting back to the main show going monthly, you're going to want to go to our webpage, nthcast.com, and right there when you first get on the page, there's going to be a place for you to get on our mailing list. You're just going to pop your email address in there and hit subscribe. Yeah. The reason you want to do that is not because we're going to spam the shit out of you because that's not going to happen. Uh, we want to make sure that once we decide what – Day and time, we do that main show and that get together or that party, if you will, that you guys know about it. And you can also hit us back by just hitting reply, and it's going to be a lot easier for you to get a hold of us. And uh, uh, the other day, somebody sent me a direct message on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I missed it. Oh no! Because well, when you when you're so much activity, people following, and then. You got all this auto shit. Auto drinks messages. To stop. Oh, it's the worst. I, I'm missing things that I don't want to miss. And so I think the best way is probably for you to email us because in, keeping my inbox organized is so much easier. So do us a favor. Go to the main page. Get on the mailing list. We're not going to spam you. We're, yeah. we're only going to send you information about the show. Um uh, but do that. That'd be the easiest. That's going to be the best way for us to communicate. Everybody's uh, doing going it. Forward. It'll be okay. Don't be scared. They shouldn't ever be scared. No. Mm-hmm. No, not even ever. No. All right. Preacher. Yeah. El Valero. I enjoyed this episode. Did you? I did a lot, well, actually. Okay. Well, you, you know what? It was a weird episode, so I want to hear what you enjoyed about it. I, 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 I felt weird watching it. Oh, yeah. Now, I had one hand in my pants while I was watching Well, I it. always have one hand in my Watching this show, you kind of have to. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know what it could lead to. You never to. know. Yeah. Who you're watching with and what could happen. Mm-hmm. I liked Jesse's character and how he'd been such a pretentious douchebag in the last few. And really, I felt like we got back to the character that he is 
and he realized that he was wrong in the error of his ways. And he was kind of a total 180 back to the Jesse Custer that I've always appreciated and that I thought would be in the show. So I enjoyed that. Okay. I liked the imaginary friend. I wish it was a different imaginary friend, but I like who they did it with because I felt like the actor has done such a good job that him not being on the show would be a disservice to the show. So I liked that a lot. Yes, and I think technically we can still get away with he's still not back because oh, technically yeah. he's not. No. Uh, it was interesting because at, at first I was like, man, they really are bringing Eugene. Right back. back right back. Well, not right back. He was gone for one episode. But I mean a day. He was but, gone a day. But what they established is for the Duke yeah. to show up later. Because yes. now we have established, we set precedent. He can and, have an imaginary friend. Yes. we have Precedent has been set. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting because later on in the episode, the dog that Tulip chose. Brewski? Yes. But whenever I see a bloodhound like that, in my in my mind's eye, those dogs are all named Duke. Oh yeah, for whatever reason, like probably Mar- because every Marmaduke or something filmed every entertainment we've ever seen at <laughs> Bloodhound is usually Duke. Yeah, what up, Duke? Like that or Champ, Bow Champ? Uh, but we'll we'll get we'll get to that in just yeah. a second because that was a little different yeah. as well. Um, a lot of things in the episode that could have really derailed it, and a lot of things that couldn't. That kind of had me concerned as I was watching it, mm-hmm. um, but overall, I, I I enjoyed it too. I think it was one of the stronger episodes. Yeah. They answered a lot of questions, yes, and uh, only asked one. I felt. What was that? At the end, when Jess, do we want to skip straight to the oh, end? Who cares? When Jesse says, "Come back next week," and if he doesn't, if oh. if I don't bring God down, I'll denounce him right there, right. So you're like, oh, well, what's going to happen next week? So that that was good. Nice setup for the next episode. So I felt like they tied everything, all a lot of the stories up in a little bow. And all right, and now we're going. And I felt like now is the time where we're going to see, get like really to where the comics are. Like yeah. the whole town has been destroyed. That's going to happen soon. Let's go. It really is playing out like we've been suspecting that this is a prequel. Yeah. And that – um Everything has been leading up to him losing his faith, which is on the verge of happening. If it do you think he ever had faith? Ah, uh, not true faith. No. Yeah, I think if he had true faith, uh, well, that might turn into a long discussion. No, I don't think he had true faith I to agree. begin with. I think he had hope. I think he was relying on his own strength and thought if he had true faith, then he wouldn't have been so ready and willing to use uh, the Genesis power as willy-nilly as he did because mm-hmm. I think uh, I think faith would have stopped him because he had realized that those type of decisions really shouldn't be up to him. Yeah, and he says that when he's talking to Eugene in the beginning. He's like, you were right. People want to make their own decisions. What I did was really wrong. And, of course, it was cheating. You were absolutely cheating. right. That's right. And I'm sorry. And uh, would you like some more water? <laughs> I'm really thirsty. I'm just, yeah. I'm just so thirsty. And then, wow, the line, you, you dug yourself up from hell. It's, it's, not that, it's really not that far. It's not that far. <laughs> I, I thought that was great. I did too. Uh, it's kind of spooky. 
in, in a way. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, Eugene. Hell, hell's really not as far metaphorically yeah. and maybe even literally as you may want to believe that it is. I think that's what one of the messages they're going with. Is like People think we live in a paradise and everything's mm-hmm. great. And like, hey, it's not that yeah. far from being awful. Yeah. One bad thing happening and your whole life can turn upside down and it's a living hell for sure. So we open the episode with Odin. Yeah. And we get some necessary backstory. We finally get an answer to why the hell John was dragging his boy out in the middle of the night and they were having that discussion behind closed door and we're like, "Ah, oh, what's going on here? Some kind of possession. What what what's they talking about renouncing and all this kind of stuff and my goodness, I mean, you lose your whole family in a in a tragic in ski lift accident. Accident. But then that scene really messed me up. Okay, I want to hear what you, what you had to say. Because, yeah, it, first of all, cow's intestines and a little girl's intestines aren't going to be anywhere near the same size. No. Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. Suspend your disbelief on that one. No. You don't need to go cut open a cow <laughs> and then cut open a dead human and compare. Well, we we knew he wasn't dealing with a full deck. To begin yeah, with. well, and we and find out later lose your whole family. That's maybe going to set you a little bit over the edge. Sure, but he was addicted to work, and that's what they were saying on the right. ski lift. Like Odin, mm-hmm. that job is all he does, which is why he can't be here. Mm-hmm. But Odin getting cutting open the bodies and then having a cow there and cutting on just to compare. What kind of logic would make you think to do that? That this cow and the, my daughter are the same. They're both just meat. They're nothing else. There's no soul. It's just meat and something tangible that you can touch. There's no difference. So why do I believe in something that isn't tangible? But I think that's his argument is that he's trying to explain to himself and justify this, whether or not he can believe in something that uh, is beyond what you can just see, what you can touch, what you can feel. And to him... I guess going through that tragedy and seeing that you, you, we're all when we're when we're dead, we all look the same. Sure, we're all meat. It's all just meat. But why make that leap? I've never heard of anybody doing that. Um. Well, why does anybody do anything? <laughs> I mean, people, people. You know, you do. When you're faced with something tragic like that, mm-hmm. you're looking for some sort of answer and some comfort, and so. I guess his comfort in a weird way is him just explaining away that they're not going to heaven. They're not going to hell. They're not, they went nowhere because we're just yeah. meat. We're just and meat. maybe that gave, gives him comfort. I know that gives a lot of people comfort. Yeah. All that matters it's, is right now. Right now. And, and when it's there over, is it's no over. after. Yeah. Yeah. There is no after. It's just meat. So maybe, yeah, maybe he's trying to convince himself, like, it's fine. You know, they lived, they died, and now it's fine. Yeah. Nothing else happened. They're just meat, just and like one, this cow. And one day, I'm going to be gone, too. So and I'll, I'll be meat for I'll something. I'll be meat for the grinder. Yeah, but, oh, but so... No, it just so, messed me up. So much Where he's holding them like two big ropes, and you're mm-hmm. like, which one's the cow and which one's my daughter? And then rubbing it on his mm-hmm. face, and I'm just like, what are we doing? Yeah, he's... Uh, He's got a couple screws loose. Yeah. But he's we, but later in the episode, he confirmed that he is serving the God of meat. I am diligently, diligently serving the God of meat. <laughs> so confirmed our suspicions. Yes. Uh, we even called that it was the God of meat, didn't we? Yeah, I think we, 
one of us said that, and I think the, uh, it was either the God of Meat or himself, which yeah. in this case, I think you could probably go ahead and say that they're one and the same. Yeah. If you're going to serve the God of Meat, then you're why why would there be any meat greater than you? True, I know there's no meat greater than mine. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't because you feel you... the same way. Exactly, oh, that's yeah. my point. Mm-hmm. That's my point. Point is, is you're going to be the god of your own domain. Yeah, whose meat's the best? My mine. Meat. <laughs> the meat again? Yeah, this one. What 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 meat brings all the girls to the yard? Yeah. <laughs> Eugene's meat milkshake. Woo. Uh, so we got those necessary answers there. Yeah, and then uh, they did confirm that in the state of Texas. That a verbal agreement is binding. Yes. I done told y'all that. I don't know why nobody listened. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's there's statutes going back generations. Oh, oh. Decades. You go one state over to Louisiana, they still got fucking Napoleonic law. Oh yeah. You want to talk about some backward shit. Yeah. Well there's the, things that the French, you know. <laughs> that's all you need to say. <laughs> hey, don't you look down on the French. I'm not. Most people want to I'm not understand. looking down on the French. I, well, I appreciate that, but I'm a lot just saying of their laws do. are they're, they are a little weird. Yeah, but the people that not only did they give us the Statue of Liberty, but they done went and invented the Menage a Trois. Yeah. I think you're done beignets. Beignets, yes. French fries. French fries. French toast. <laughs> I mean, I think they've done enough. Yes, they've done enough. Agreed. Done enough. Yeah. Stop pissing on the Stop. French. <laughs> but Miles, the oh, I, I I knew he's a little bit of a weasel. All right, can I just a little say bit that? of a spineless weasel? Oh. But it was just confirmed because what? A, well, he just wants he just wants to build the town back. That's up. not the part I'm talking about. Oh, that I'm talking about his interactions with Emily, and he's like, I'm uh, tired of her too. Well, yeah, but he lets her get away with it. Where are my sneakers? They're by the window. I washed them and put them out to dry. You're the mayor of the fucking town. Why are you washing my shoes? <laughs> Why are you touching them? Why are you in my house? Right. Uh, is this milk any good? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Well, <laughs> after she went and pissed him off. Right. Well, but she, he's still going to take the kids to school. Right, she was an ass to him. And <sighs> can you take the kids to school for me? Sure. That thing <laughs> must be magical. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't because you're the mayor. What, you can't a, tell me you can't get whatever you want. It's we small town. A, we know there's a whorehouse. Right. What, you can't be seen in there? You're the mayor of a small town. But why? Why Why? Why would you want to be with the women that everybody else had been with when you could be with Emily, who's just like, every time I have a glass of wine or two, it's fine. You know, I got needs. Well, and there's no strings attached. Well, hold on. Let me, let me refresh your memory. Yeah. All right. You got a whorehouse. Yeah, everybody else may have been there, but the likelihood of them uh, birthing multiple children is pretty slim. Now, let me tell you, what does more damage than anything else is stuff coming out that chute (laughs) instead of stuff going in. All right? Now, Emily Dunn got- I know. (laughs) Emily Dunn got three kids. Now, unless you're getting, you know- Just imagine what it is like, three kids. Unless you're getting one of those, uh, what you call- Marital rejuvenation stitches. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm thinking you might want to roll the dice (laughs) down at the uh, Hoor House a time or two. That's all I'm saying. Maybe if he wasn't the mayor, he would. But being the mayor, he probably... Why would he give a shit? Nobody respects him anyway. This is So you got caught in a whorehouse. Who cares? He doesn't respect himself either. 
because he puts up with that shit. So I don't know. Maybe he just really loves her and he's willing to put up with a lot of shit. I hope when this town blows up that that stupid mayor and Emily get blowed up with the town and we ain't got to look at them in season two. That's all I'm saying. See, I told you I was worried about her when the show started. But she's not... I don't know why she pissed me off in this episode. I think just because she's being... Useless. Well, it's not just useless. She's a... how do I say this? Probably um, not in a PC prob- way. Prob- probably not in a PC way. She's being bitchy. Oh, yeah. And she don't need to be. Yeah. So the man you want ain't giving you the time of day. Right. Don't mean, they don't give you no call to go use some other guy. Right. I think she was using him before Jesse. Oh, up, yeah. But, and then Miles with Odin. Churchy. I, I church my ass. I understood. Go play that piano. Right. I understood his reasoning for wanting to help Bowden. He's like, yeah, yeah. The town is dying. It is. It is dying. And what Mr. King Cannon's going to build here is going to save our town. So I'm going to do what I can to help him because we know that Jesse's a criminal. He's not any good for the town. Everything he's tried to do to help has backfired. So why do we keep him around? Let's get rid of him. Let's build something that's going to be useful. Yeah, because he's showing his true colors. Yeah, it makes sense. Not entirely sure how to handle that that way. No. It's like, uh, Almost like frontier justice. Well, Let's it is go. West is, Texas. It is West Texas. Um, those whole scenes with Odin and his men, those are pretty good. Yes. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Donnie showing up with his Civil War right. outfit. And Odin saying, now I'm not saying you're just being meat shields, but let's not mince words. You're going to be a meat shield yeah. <laughs> for the ones yeah. without, with, with and, weapons. And you're going to be acting as a shield. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sunscreen and a sandwich. <laughs> Seems like we're going to be here a while. Is there mustard on it? Oh, good job. It's too funny. Tool bag. Oh, he did such a good job. Oh, no, he's he's crushing it. I mean, he, he is definitely one of the brightest spots on the show. Um, what do you think of the assaults? The assaults? Yeah. Uh, obvious, well, okay, we get to see more of that badass Jesse. Yeah. He's drunk off his ass, but he is still picking people off. Yeah. And the scene where he shot shot the guy. Clive. Clive. Poor Clive. Poor Clive. Preacher shot my dick cl- off. Yeah, but the way a, they. It was an amazing shot. <laughs> and that was so funny because. <laughs> he just holding it. He's like. He's just, yeah. You know. Don't, don't even yeah, shoot that bad. Well, I don't have a dick off. Well, I don't have a dick <laughs> anymore. Did you see that little? Did you see that little, little cooler, ice little cooler? <laughs> Where do you get a cooler? I, like I that? don't know, but you know, I, I, I was hoping that was a Yeti. Yeah, I'm that'd sure it was. That'd have well, been perfect. They, they wouldn't have had to put ice in it. Oh shit, no! Oh, that thing's been cold since they made it. Oh, that pecker's gonna stay good for two years. Yeah. <laughs> Just be sure you wrap it in a Ziploc <laughs> so that it doesn't overphreeze. Because then the nerve endings oh, will die. Oh, frostbite on it. Ooh. <laughs> Oh. Don't even put that thing back on. Frostbite on the old peen. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even imagine. Yeah. But the way they shot that, the way that um, they slow played that, and then the music, the soundtrack uh, along with that was very comical, and I thought brought that nice little playful element to it. Uh, nice Things like that are a nice ode to the comic where it's things that are just completely over the top. Yes. But we're not going over the top with gore and I've kind of resigned my fact resigned myself to the fact that's not going to happen in the series because it's on AMC. Are you okay with that? I'm fine with it. Okay. I'm fine with it. Would it be better if it was on HBO or something like that where they could just really go for it? 
probably, but after a while, I'm I'm wondering if it would be just too gratuitous. It would be, because the comic starts off a little gory, but not too bad. But as they go and they go, it's, some of the gets some of the things you see, you're like, oh wow, I can, but I can never see this. But it worked in the comic. I'm yes. just not so. I've been really thinking about this. I was like, I just don't think that. I don't think you could do that without proper setup. And I just don't think that the setup setup would warrant the payoff. Yeah. And the payoff would never be good enough. It wouldn't. And it would be, I think it would make it for lack of a better term cheap. Yeah. Live action would not be the, I think a good way to show some of that things because to see an image, that's just there and drawn that you can kind of look at for a minute. It's much, I think it's more striking than when you're doing live action and maybe you can pause or do some slow-mo or whatever, but yeah. it's not the same. And I think that's, I think that's why they went the route they've gone so far with this season. And I appreciate it. And I, I think that it wouldn't work any other way going forward yeah. is that they've slow played it. They've pulled it back. They've given us some aspects of these characters and updated them in ways that, that if they did a straight adaptation just wouldn't have worked and and i i'm glad they did it that way i'm i'm gl- i'm really i'm really gl- glad that the series finally got made and i think i want to talk a little bit about why it seems like we don't hear a whole lot of chatter and talk about it do you do you talk to anyone Nobody I know show. watches it. Everybody okay. I know watches The Walking Dead. Yes. Nobody watches Or Game Preacher. of Thrones or sure. whatever. So have you noticed that as well? There doesn't seem to be a lot of chatter, even on Twitter. Yeah, there's articles written about it, but I don't seem to see, for something I consider to be one of the better series, especially new series this year, I don't really hear a lot of talk about it. And that seems weird to me. It may, yeah. I, I I can't quite put my finger on what, what what's going on. Is it just people don't know how to talk about it? They don't know enough about it. It's still too new. It's still, it's too weird. I don't want to admit that I watch it. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I think, I think it's got a couple things against it. You know, people are viewing it as filler between the walking dead mm. It went head to head for a long time with Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. And it doesn't have the pop culture significance that a lot of these other shows do. Like The Walking Dead hit right when zombies were hot. Walking Dead hit that the comic had is still running, so we know that we're still getting new things in the comic, so they That's know there's true. a future. Great point. Game of Thrones is the same way. We, everybody's are- waiting like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for him to write another book. And so the series got ahead, but we know that there's going to be a conclusion and there's yeah. more coming. So there's more awareness. So Preacher, people probably feel like, well, I can, when they finish making the show, the, they I can go back and binge watch it then. It's something that I'll catch when I got free time, but it's not something that I need to watch right now because I could go read the comics or and know what's going to happen because it's already wrapped up. And the, yeah, the story's already done. I, I don't know. I was just, I was kind of thinking out loud. It's just fascinating to me. And maybe it's going to pick up some steam going into the second season because I still maintain that this first season is going to end with a bang. And, uh, another thing I've actually had conversations with people who love the walking dead and comic adaptations. And they've said, 
I'm worried that there's going to be a lot of religious undertones in it because it's called Breacher. I don't really know what it's about. So I'm worried that's going to be <laughs> something that I might find offensive or in some way, one way or the other, like it'll be too religious or it'll be too sacrilegious. And I, a lot of people are just, I don't want to mess with that. Hmm. And I'm, I just, I'm like, you got to give it a chance and go in with an open mind because if, if you're too worried that something's going to offend you, you know, that's some that's something you need to bring up with yourself and not be so sensitive because it's it's not here to offend you or to make any kind of point in that way. It's entertainment and give you something to think about and challenge your belief system, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I I, I can't really say that there's been anything about it that's been sacrilegious. Oh no. So far. D- has it uh, posed excellent theological questions? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Has it been in your face and said, um, this is the way it is. There, there, there is no God. Uh, no. You shouldn't believe in those fairy tales. No. No. Not at all. No. Now, does it give you an opportunity to call that stuff into question? Absolutely. Should you question those type of things anyway? Absolutely. So it's always interesting. <laughs> this is an interesting conversation because these are the same people that go, yeah, I love Walking Dead. It's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, wait. You're going to watch The Walking Dead, but you're worried something that is called Preacher is going to be too sacrilegious. No, where is the line drawn? Where Where is the distinction? Why, how? I don't know if they how, think it's too close to reality. They're like, they're, well, zombies could never happen. It's TV. Yeah. It's not reality. Oh, I'm with you. The end. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I guess I'm just trying to understand this. But well, I've had that conversation. How do they with, justify, I can watch this, but I'm not going to watch this. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. Because there's sex and violence in The Walking Dead. There's sex and violence in Preacher. Mm-hmm. But they're there's, killing zombies. You know, that's interesting because I actually, someone that I was talking with someone that said, Hey, you know, you should give Preacher a try. Like, I did. It's just it's too gory for me. Yeah. But they're like huge Walking Dead fans. I'm like, Can you explain that to me? And it's yeah. like, Well, because, and I think that is, I think you hit it right on the head is that, well, when you're, zombies aren't real so killing zombies you know that that doesn't bother me it's when it's when they take other life i'm like well did you not watch season six of the walking dead when they were like murdering people they in their went sleep? and murdered a whole community <laughs> yeah like, but those were the bad guys well i how do you we we i don't know if i want to be friends with you because i'm not so sure i trust your justification process they stab people <laughs> through the eyeball in their sleep i it amazes me. Yeah. People don't, people don't, people make an argument, but they don't follow it all the way through or, but, or logically back it up. They well, just throw something out there. They throw things out there so that they can justify why they like watching some things. Yeah. And would be mortified if someone found out they were watching other things. Mm. When at the end of the day, either, either you, and, and here's another thing mini rant. That's fine. I hate, the term guilty pleasure. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Either you like something right. or you don't. Just fucking like it. So your guilty pleasure is Megan Trainer, is what you're saying. I'm totally kidding. No. I'm kidding. It's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Her first album was good. The second one is too it's no. too about her. Well, you, but, but you shouldn't is, be ashamed to like something. No, just like it. Like it. If you like it. <laughs> Why do you care what other people think? If you exactly. like it, you like it, and that's fine. Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't need to feel bad about not liking something that everybody else likes. But I think it all goes back to 
having that explanation and yeah. you you're like, well, I I know I probably shouldn't like this, but I, I it's my guilty pleasure. I enjoy it. Well, actually take the time to expound and flesh out why specifically you like that particular thing. Have you taken the time to do that? Sure. Because if you did, then you could have a logical conversation mm-hmm. with someone and explain to them why you enjoy it. And when you're done with that, they would go, oh, I understand. As yeah. opposed, But the shortcut is, Oh, well, <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's just a guilty pleasure. I just kind of like it. And people can just kind of pass it off and say, oh, okay, cool. Well, like for me, the thing that I watch that everybody looks at me and like, why do you watch that? That's so out of character. It's Big Brother. And I know that it's. Do they look at you the, the way, way that look I'm at looking at exactly. you now? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I've thought about it a lot why I like the show. It's in the summer. It's mindless. Yeah. Uh, it's in between the normal shows that I like to watch. You can, it's on three times a week, but I don't have to watch it three times a week. I like to watch people. It's like watching a train wreck. You just mm-hmm. watch people just be really shitty to each other behind their backs and then to their face. They're super nice. And I'm like, these people, when they go back and watch the show, they're going to be like, I don't want to be friends with that person. Not they were even, so fake all the time. But I get what you're saying. But I've sometimes before called that my guilty pleasure because people are like, why on earth would you watch that show? That's ridiculous. Now, let me ask you this. Are you going and watching Big Brother After Dark on Showtime? Is oh, it, no. Is it, that? is it Showtime that does that? I think it's on Pop now. Oh, it's on Pop. Yeah. It used to be on Showtime so that they could they could use curse words and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's on Pop now. Okay. I think. But they have 24-7 live feeds. You can watch the show 24-7 now. <sighs> Let's not do that. Though. Let's not. All right. We got a little sidetrack. Yeah. I can uh, cross the getting dick shot off off yeah. my list right here. Let's okay. talk about Fior and DeBlanc. Can okay. we talk about them next? Let's go for it because it's not on my list. Go for it. Why isn't that on your list? I, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. That's totally fine. I got to have all the points now? I, I have the points too. Shit, it's um, it is. Do you want to turn the fan on? Uh, Go ahead, talk. Okay. When I love the little ceasefire, when they're like, bring me the angels. <laughs> okay, if we can get the angel, And the sheriff even was like, who is that? I know who that is. The Asians? Yeah. <laughs> the Asians? No, the angels. I know who it is. I'll bring him. Got to call in the professionals. And so the interaction they had with Jesse, Jesse's like, I'm ready to get rid of this. I want this power gone. I've realized that I, I accidentally sent someone to hell because it was a mistake. Um, what can we do? And they're like, all right, we'll help you once we get him back in his domicile. Yeah, fucking coffee can. I like that they echoed the same thing that they uh, did, was it last week or the week before, where one answered yes, one answered no. Yeah. Can get him, <laughs> someone get out of hell? No. No, yes. yes. Well, it's difficult. It's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult. And so Jesse says he's willing mm-hmm. to get rid of Genesis, but they call him on it. Like, you're, he's resisting. Stop resisting. He is resisting. Stop resisting so we can get it out. And it comes out. So what did you think about that sequence? Because that is not something that happened. I was shocked that it came out. I was like, what? What? How did that happen? I, um, I think I kind of maybe, I'm, well, I'm okay with it happening, but mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, this is kind of risky. Mm-hmm. But I think I kind of get what they're trying to establish by doing that. Right. Um, and so because of that, it's like, okay, that makes sense. We kind of have to show that 
this is part of Jesse's arc. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Genesis doesn't want to stay separate. And so we don't know why it bonded with Jesse. But we know that it is self-aware mm-hmm. that being in Jesse is the first time he was in a host that didn't blow up. That's right. And I think they establish that Genesis has a little bit of its own decision-making yeah. ability, ah. which was an important thing for mm-hmm. them to do. And but messed up its home. Yeah. So oh, you can't go back there. Can't go back in there. And so they leave. Well, it's on to plan B. Oh. Bring me plan B. Yes. And we know we see in the preview for next week, we see Santa Killers is coming back. Yes. The cowboy. Yes. Um, and Jesse's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it on purpose. I had nothing to do with this. I don't know why I come back, sing I, the song again. I want to believe. Yeah, I like that sequence. And with, with Eugene in the background, like, oh, this is going to hurt. Here it comes. Now, they couldn't see him. No, they couldn't. Right. That wasn't abundantly clear to me at first, but then I was like, oh, okay, no. Yeah. So it's just Jesse. I want to I wanna believe that Eugene, it's possible that he's going to know who the, who the cowboy is. Yeah. Because uh, they're in the same place. Spoiler alert. Yes. Um, now, Donnie. Let's talk about Donnie. I like Donnie's character. I like his character a lot. He's the only one that really understands what Jesse's capable of. I feel like he took an extreme step. So did that fake you out? Shit, yeah, it faked me out. It did me too. I I was like, what? I was like, what? What the fuck? Where? What? What are we doing? I was was like, how? I was like, is he gonna? Is he gonna shut the trunk on his head? I guess. Sees his wife and waves and goes, takes his hat off. Boom. Yeah, totally faked me out. I was like, well, poor Donnie. I guess he's just had enough of dealing with Jesse shit since he was a little kid. And then when he showed up in the church, I was like, oh. Well, he's another figment yes. of Jesse's imagination. He's a ghost. Until he turned his head, and it took me a couple of seconds to realize he can't fucking hear. Right, because I thought that's... Genius! I thought that's where he shot himself. <laughs> yeah. And so he was just confirming that he wasn't yeah. real, and that Jesse can't control him because he's not real. Yeah. And then he goes, what? What did you say, preacher? And I was like, oh, Donnie's a little smarter than I gave him credit Genius. for. Genius. Crazy, crazy sequence. Which they even played up even more later when they were signing the contract and Odin was talking to him. And, uh, uh, never mind. Never mind. But I mean, that's. God, it's going to be a while before it gets his hearing. Back. Sure. Oh, my God. Well, that's good. What? Now, that's <laughs> totally good. I'm, I'm at uh, my grandparents' house and my uncle decides that he, when he wakes up, he's going to look out the wind, window mm-hmm. and down about. Oh, it was over 100 yards down at the end of the pasture. There's some deer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so in Texas, if you're on your property, it don't even have to be in season. No. Uh, you don't have to have tags. Nope. So he decided, let me just open this window up, slip this screen out. And I'm just going to take a crack at one. Do what sounds good for breakfast? Venison. Oh, ooh. Get some butterfly steaks. Oh, fry man. them up. Just dredge them in a little bit of flour. That's all you need right mm-hmm. there, brother. Deer sausage nuggets. Oh my Woo! God. Um, 
Yeah, so there was a couple of us uh, sleeping sleeping in the room. So that was one way awakening. Ba-bam! Dude. That's loud. Oh, God. It took like two hours. For you to hear again? Yeah. And then the rest of the day, it's just ringing. Was it in your room? Were you in in the same room? room. Yeah, we were in the same room. Well, he was on... Okay, so my grandparents, until about the mid-90s, didn't have central air or heating. Yeah. So my uncle was the only one smart enough to get a window unit. So if we stayed over, we're all sleeping in that one room. Absolutely. And crank that son bitch down. We crank it so cold, it would be August, and we'd have to sleep in sleeping bags because yeah. it's so fucking cold. That's that the room. way to do it. That's the only way. I don't like to be hot no. when I'm sleeping. No. If I wake up in sweat, I better be sick. Exactly. Something. Or have just woken up from a drunken stupor. Oh, God. And you can't. That's the ooh. You gotta have that one leg out too. Always. Oh, I gotta I gotta breathe. I gotta breathe. <laughs> oh my god. I had something like that happen too. We were hunting hogs from a helicopter, which is way fun. What? Way fun with if you're bo- with a bow? No, with ARs. And so <laughs> we had taken our turn, and so we were down in the truck just chilling and the helicopter's going. And these bitches decided to run the hogs towards us. Uh-huh. So we're standing there next to the uh, truck with <laughs> 15, 20 of them coming at you. And, you know, we had already taken these our are wild. Wild hogs. Wild boar. Yeah. They, they Javelina? Would, or? Yeah, javelinas. Yeah. They would tear okay. you up. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have our ear protection on, but we had a choice. Shoot them or run. <laughs> so we both grabbed our guns. Doom, doom, doom. And, uh, man, couldn't hear ARs because with the muzzle brake on it and it pushes that sound back oh my god so it doesn't kick that shit was oh loud well that's enough of hunting stories yeah yeah so they tulip? get tulip. Talk about tulip let's talk about tulip and she didn't have a whole lot to do in this episode she got a dog yeah so what do you think about all that do you, I thought, do you, do you kind of understand what was going on there yeah I think it was very revealing of tulip's character yeah I think so too. And then they even paralleled it at the end where she you got her uncle pass out drunk on the couch. Yeah. Like she cares for things that nobody cares for and she wants to take care of them and she doesn't like the choices that she's having to make sometimes but she's forced. And I'm guessing she couldn't go knock off the hospital and bring a bunch of uh blinds of blood. Yeah. To whatever she was giving the dog to. I mean, we, we know. Well, I mean, what could it be? Gee. Well, have we seen another character eat a whole animal after jumping out of a plane or anything? So do we think Jesse didn't put him out right I think, away? I think Jesse put him out, but he burned for a little bit, even in clearly, the show. He's, clearly he's messed up enough to where he needs to recuperate. Yeah, and I don't know if one dog is enough. She'd probably have to go get another one. Mm. Or a cow. Odin's got cows. Oh, God. Yeah, so I I liked her character. I think it was very revealing of who she is and what she believes in and what she kind of stands for. It's this was kind of an episode where it revealed a a lot of people's true characters. I think so too. On Miles, Jesse, the Angels, Odin, Dale. Everybody was like, "Okay, this is who I am now. We've been pretending to be something else, but now you know who I am. So let's move forward from here. Now that everybody knows and I've revealed my true colors." Well, the thing that concerns me is Jesse really hadn't learned his lesson too well because he lost the church and the land to a bet that he made with Odin. And now yeah. he's basically making another bet. Double or nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much doubling down. Yeah. I'm going to turn everybody into Christians. 
Well, renounce him. Renounce God. Yeah. Something's going to be bad. Do you think his, he's going to try to actually turn them to Christians or he's going to do something more devious? I think maybe he's learned a lesson that he can't use Genesis mm-hmm. like he has been. Mm. So I'm not real sure how that's going to play out. Uh, maybe he'll figure out that he can maybe he needs to be a little more specific with his instructions. Yeah. Serve God, not your own God, not the God of meat, the God I'm talking about. But it's still, I think it all goes back to if they don't believe, mm-hmm. would it still work? Right. And I would say no. Probably not. This whole concept of free will. And people making their own choice because that's yeah, what I told Eugene. Absolutely. Make your own choice. People need to choose for themselves. People aren't robots. You can't make them do uh, something that they don't ultimately believe in. Yes. Um, it's going to be interesting. We yeah. end the episode with pressure buildup. Yeah. Which, again, not sure what it is, but town's going to explode. I, I, town is I'm saying it right here. Literally going to is explode. literally going to explode. Yeah. Literally going to explode. And uh, there's a couple people I'd like to see go with it. If not all of them. Uh, and I think there's going to be a, there's going to be bloodshed. It's gonna be, it's gonna be mass. It's gonna be a massacre. The next two episodes, I think, are gonna be wild. I think we've set them up to be super wild. Well, I hope that more people get into it these next two episodes so that it gets a fair shake in season two. Mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed it so far. I have as well. I look forward to it. It's very different than anything that's that's on. It has its problems here and there, but what show doesn't? I was one, certainly one of the strongest series out of the gate that I've seen in a while. Yeah. I was watching this episode with someone who hadn't seen any, mm-hmm. and every now and then they would look up, and then afterwards they're like, man, that show looks really kind of interesting. I think I might go back and watch it. I'm, you should. It's really good. It's really good. So man, I, I, just, I, I hope that the men get their food court. <laughs> <laughs> chimichangas chimichangas and quesadillas <laughs> and egg rolls so awesome well we only got two episodes left truly We're almost there we can do it we can we appreciate you listening make sure you go to nthcast.com get on the mailing list please we appreciate your support we appreciate you sticking with us we look forward to spending some more time with you next week in the meantime Fight the dead, but fear the nth cast. Mm, Bob. No. Why not? I know how much you love Hanson. No.